you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. What is the counter to I outkicked my coverage? Is it a block punt? You know, did you pooch it? David. Football. Football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. I think muff punt is the right uh, is the right phrase there. Thank you for your responses. Hashtag DDFP. What is the opposite if you outkick your coverage to get a good-looking significant other. What is the significant other supposed to say about you, that you were the muff punt, that you were a pooch punt, an onside kick? We're looking for your answers. We'll continue to address that important issue. Meantime, welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. I hope all's well wherever you are here in Studio 66. Cole Wright will be with us in just a second here. I just want to tell you a couple things quickly. We have up on Facebook primarily, look for under the NFL and that under uh, Dave Damashek on uh, my uh, public page. I always feel obnoxious saying I have a public page. But anybody could have a public page, right, MVP? Yeah, I guess anybody could. Right. So on that public page is the uh, the so-called NFL eyewitness, but not I like the one in your head. No, like I, like me, myself, like that kind of thing. Jerome Bettis, Reggie Wayne, Kibitzin about their recollections from one of the most ridiculous, insane uh, five-minute stretches in football history, uh, specifically the 2005 divisional round game in Indianapolis. I think they were 13-3 Colts. They were the prohibitive favorites. The Steelers jumped on them. The Colts, uh, of course, rally. Bettis fumbles at the goal line, all this and that. But their recollections are great. Great work if you're a fan of the NFL 
and uh, the great work that uh, Bindle Dog does on those. They've also uh, addressed this with their animations around Battis and Wayne. Great stories. Check it out. Many, many of you already have. Appreciate you doing that. Also, thanks for checking out all our work from Dallas over the last week or two. We sat down with Carson Palmer. There's some good uh, segments still out there from that. And upcoming, Demarcus Tank Lawrence, our sit-down over a gigantic steak. We have that coming for you later this week, so be on the lookout for all that stuff. Lots of news. The Capitals, our uh, pal back in Pittsburgh, Tim Benz, said it best. Charlie Brown finally kicked the ball, I guess, you know, after so many years of swinging and missing. Ovi and company get over on 87 and company, so they move on. I'm not – you tweet me all you want. All these people, what's it say about you that you that you tweet me in your moment of joy that you take time out to tweet at me and mock me? I, I damn it, shit doesn't play that game. I don't do that, but so be it. And by the way, am I sad? Am I am I wringing my hands? No, the Penguins won the last two Stanley Cups. They've won three in Crosby and Malkin's uh, career. I'm not going to I'm not going to mope around about that. That would be obnoxious. That would make me like a Boston sports fan. Shame the devil. All right, let's get to it now. Let's talk some pro football and the melodrama still going on the banks of the Three Rivers with Big Ben Roethlisberger. How dare he be upset about not being excited about uh, his potential successor now being in town. That and much more with Cole Wright. Let's get to it. Dave Damashek. All right. Like I promised, here he is, one of our favorites here at NFL Media and even beyond these four walls. It is Cole Wright. What's the poop, fella? Nothing much, man. Glad to be back. Well, it's a pleasure to see you. Before we say anything else, go ahead and let everybody know where they can track you down. You are uh, doing the pre and post game for the uh, for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Wow, abs- days, eh? absolutely. Over on Spectrum, I have a sprinkling, a spattering of games this season. Uh, I think like 20, 23 games. Uh, I will be doing the uh, the pre and post game show, as you alluded to. Um, I'll be down on the field. I think tonight it's myself, Jerry Harrison Jr. And Ned Coletti. Ned Coletti. Yeah. Ooh, I Chicago. like three, three Chicago guys yeah. sitting there on the field. Well, and uh, and Ned Coletti, a frequent guest of uh, the Petros and Money Show, Absolutely. on uh, on Tuesday evening from two to six local time. I'm sitting in with our pal Matt Money Smith. Nice. Petros Papadakis out on vacation. Damashek in. Listen to it. iHeart Radio is how you track that down. That's right. If you're listening before Tuesday night, then uh, nice. then wait. Did you, you have know. to talk to Don Martin to get on on, uh, on that station? My man. Hey, buddy. Oh, my, what's going on, Dave? My man. What's up? I know radio. Yeah. It's uh, like a young Christopher Walken. It, wow, I never got, put two He's got the hair, together, smooth yeah. back, a, a better looking Christopher Walken. Boy, he is, he is a. Not to say Christopher if Walken. If a movie were to make, uh, it, we're, tried, we're going to try and cast what a program director, a radio programmer is like. It is uh, Money's Boss yeah, or, over there. Or Gordon Jump. From WKRP in Cincinnati. (laughs) (laughs) The Maytag man, the guy who ran the bike shop. All right, let's talk about a few things, shall we, Cole Wright? We have some things to get to here. We definitely want to talk about Matt Ryan's new contract, what that means for for Aaron Rodgers' upcoming. Big Ben wants some money. We'll get into all that. It's National Teacher Appreciation Day. I have now seen the Avengers movie. We could talk about that. Eddie Spaghetti's birthday is on Wednesday. Momentous occasion. The Pittsburgh Penguins' reign as as the juggernaut has come to a conclusion at the hands of the laughable Washington Capitals. But Dan Haley wasn't laughing. No. He was 
No, he was. On the rooftops. I thought that was classless on his part. (laughs) After the fact, and Amber Theo Harris as well, to send out taunting tweets at me. Damashek doesn't do that. Why? Because Damashek's got more class, I guess. Pittsburgh Pirates fan, after all. Well, well, yeah, that's right. I, I, that's See, that's what's dark. If you were the Capitals, you could just turn the page and say, like, well, now we have the Nationals to focus on for the next few months. Sure. I'm a Pirates fan. I don't have anything to look forward to except uh, Autumn. They're playing well. Pittsburgh Steelers. But now a lot of people are buzzing about what's going on there. So let's dig in on that then. Matt Ryan signs another massive deal this one. We saw Matt Stafford's huge one uh, with Kirk Cousins, so yeah. on and so forth. The thing that's interesting – about those guys is, and Matt Stafford's maybe an exception. who has got a little bit of a uh, a bad, ha- has had some luck work against him organizationally. I know he had Megatron, but for the most part, he hasn't had the quality rosters that some other uh, high-end quarterbacks have. But what, where do you come down, first of all? Let's start with that. Aaron Rodgers, what do you think he now is worth if Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins and guys like that can command those sorts of dollars? You, you remember Brian Bonzal? Remember, no. that, was, that was the kid that played Michael J. Fox's little brother on Family Ties. Also okay. had that movie, Blank Check. I think that's uh, what Aaron Rodgers is going to be worth right about now, a blank check. Because when you take a look at w- what a guy like Matt Ryan has done, you know, it's, it, it's exceptional when you, when you rank him against quarterbacks of all time. But is it as good as Aaron Rodgers? I no. Mean, I don't think so. And the fact that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a guy more like Drew Brees, I think, as opposed to a Tom Brady He's gonna he's gonna take what he's worth. You know, not, not to take take anything away from Drew Brees or Tom Brady, but you know, Drew Brees is, you know, his contract looks a little bit you know a little bit chunkier than Tom Brady's at the end of the day. Here's the thing: Aaron Rodgers is a reminder of Brett Favre, and the way Aaron Rodgers came into the league for the, his first handful of years was underneath Brett Favre. When Brett Favre though saw Aaron Rodgers come in there, first round draft pick, that set off the late stages of his career into a weird melodrama where. He he retired, none retired, and retired, none retired. Yep. Several times over, it was quite ridiculous. Joe Montana did not like the idea of Steve yep. Young being around there, and in fact, it ultimately led to the the Niners saying, "Let's stick with the younger fella and ship yep. Joe Montana." Nothing less than the greatest quarterback of all time. At least at that point, it was beyond debate yep. that he was the best quarterback of all time, and that got so sideways that they had to move Montana out. Tom Brady doesn't didn't like Jimmy Garoppolo so much that he, he apparently go. we can we can uh, if we can dig through mm-hmm. the murky waters in Foxborough, what exactly happened there? It seems fairly clear that 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 the premise of having Garoppolo and Brady was untenable. For whom I don't know, but it certainly sounds like there are enough whispers out there that yep. Brady didn't like it, and maybe they tried to deal Brady before they tried to get rid of Garoppolo. Either way, there was a divorce there between Garoppolo, the incumbent, the guy who you thought was going to take over for Brady, a man who's in his forties, and now Brady's there, and now there is not a viable option for the next generation of the Patriots. What do you think Ben Roethlisberger thinks now? They bring in Mason Rudolph. You want Mason Rudolph. You want Ben Roethlisberger to be excited about Mason Rudolph? Hey, for, for yeah. 15 years. And, and and so Matt Ryan, let's, let's look at him. Is he a top five quarterback in the league? No, he certainly is not to your point, right? Top five. You have to think about that? I'm, I, I, no, he's not. Listen. Here, there, there he's top, are. He's top ten. I'd say maybe probably seven. Even if you made a line that divided the top sixteen and bottom sixteen quarterbacks in the NFL, there still is a pretty big drop off from the top handful. The sure, really sure. high end generation. Well, one through seven, much different. Than eight through sixteen. 
I, I would even say this. If you are Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, you're probably in – I mean, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, Newton I was going to – Cam Newton going worked there. his way into yeah. there, and I guess Russell Wilson is – well, so maybe you're right, half dozen or, yeah. or thereabouts. Sure. I say it all the time. That we are told all the time about the need to get quarterbacks. Every draft we see it. These guys get seduced by – the teams get seduced by 50-50 guys. Baker Mayfield, he might be combustible, but we got to take a chance because you need yep. to have a franchise QB if you're going to have long-term success. Go ask the Vikings of 2017. Were they, were they so enthused about Case Keenum that he was going to continue to be able to do that endlessly? No. They moved on from that and threw all sorts of a loot at a – slightly better quarterback in Kirk Cousins. Do the Ravens think Joe Flacco is the answer forever? No, they were jammed because he made that Super Bowl run. He won it. They had to pay him, but now uh, a half decade later, now they have to go and get Lamar Jackson because they know that those needle in a haystack events where a mediocre quarterback is going to break through and actually hold up the Lombardi are few and far between, and the guys that win the Super Bowl are Brady, Peyton Manning when he was in the league, Rodgers, Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson, the high-end quarterbacks, right? And it's, and it's funny that you made the, the comparison be, between a guy like Case Keenum and Kirk Cousins because there, there, there isn't much of a difference. There's not much of a difference. I heard some guys talking in the locker room who, who played quarterback in the National Football League, and they were saying the difference is when it comes to those real tight window throws, Kirk Cousins can make him just a little bit better than a guy like Case Keenum. But you're not giving up that big of a difference when you put one or the other under center. And it, it, was, it was funny to see – all three of those quarterbacks get shipped out of Minnesota, and you know now Kirk Cousins—he's the guy. But will he be the guy? Will he be able to, you know, wrap himself around that system and be, be able to, you know, mold and, and and mesh with all those guys on that team? Like I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an NFL front office executive, nor have I ever been. Well, I you know I I've gone back and forth. It was it an anomaly or was it a new trend in the NFL to see the final four include Case Keenum and Nick Foles and player and Blake Bortles, guys on that level going up against Tom Brady, and then Nick Foles gets it done. The further away we get from it, and you know Nick Foles is going to fall back into a backup position as soon as Carson Wentz sure. is ready to go. But the idea, first of all, how dare Roethlisberger? This is bad form. That's bad leadership. What a bad guy he is not to be excited about Mason Rudolph or to not express yeah. uh, a willingness to, to, to teach this guy. Listen, for a decade and a half, Ben Roethlisberger, here's here's Ben Roethlisberger's worldview. It is not you and me, yeah. Cole Wright. You know, huh? Ben he, doesn't, he doesn't think about Ben about Roethlisberger for 20 years at least of his life yeah. has been pumped up as the guy. You are a rare talent. You are going to make millions of dollars playing pro football, and now so he has. Not only does he get to the NFL, not only does he get a starting gig, he then turns into one of the generation's very best yes, quarterbacks. Absolutely. He wins two Lombardi trophies. He's been to three Super Bowls. Do you think his mentality is the same? He thinks he's the man. Absolutely. And why does he think that? Because he is the man. He's sure. been cheered wildly by tens of thousands for his deeds on the field. And when things go sideways, he gets booed and people blame him for stuff. This presents a complicated sense of self-esteem, but ultimately, because he's had more successes than failures, he has a massive ego. You know who else does too? Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana. The list goes up. Brett Favre. Every, these guys all have a big ego. And why? Because they're successful. It's the chicken or the egg, yep. as a matter of fact. Partly, their ego has been – they're already – 
large A, you know, a type A personality mm -hmm. has then been inflated even further by success against the best football players on the face of the earth who they're still better than in crunch time. More often than not, they succeed. Of course, Ben Roethlisberger's worldview is, and you don't have to agree with it. You can think he's being irrational. Yeah. But in fact, that's what you want out of your quarterback. You want that killer mentality. You don't want somebody who's thinking like, well, it could be me, but, you know, if I move on, the next guy will probably be able to pick up where I left off and keep on rolling. That's not the way they're built, and you don't no. want your quarterback built that way. Essentially, these guys are just like Fortune 500 CEOs. I mean, on the field, when, 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 when things are going awry, they're the ones who like to rein everything in. And as a Fortune 500 CEO, if you're working under that person, would you want to see your, your CEO as, as someone that, that comes in, you know, as, as, a, as a, a summer intern one year, and then, you know, they make their way up the ladder a little bit, and he's just like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass the torch to him. You know, eventually it's going to be his job, so I'll let him take the reins right now. No, you want that guy that's going to be in the boardroom ruling with an iron fist, and you, you want him to be able to take control of situations. And I don't know necessarily if the way Ben Roethlisberger has gone about it, you know, there's been a little bit of a gruff edge, so to speak. I mean, I think other other quarterbacks in the past, and I'm sure other quarterbacks in the future, will probably handle it just a, like who, a, a, a like little, who, like who, a little and, bit and, better. And, and, and Eli Manning saying. Well, if Davis Webb is uh, my successor, so be it. I'll help coach the kid. First of all, it's not the exact same dynamic sure. as it is in Pittsburgh right now. No, well, Roethlisberger's threatened to retire. So what are they supposed to do? They're supposed to do exactly what they did. They're supposed yeah. to draft a quarterback. It doesn't mean Ben Roethlisberger has to embrace that and say whatever the, whatever the organization needs. He has been told for a decade and a half, we win and lose mm -hmm. largely because of what you do, Seven. The team is built around you. You are the man. And again, this I, I always go back to, it's funny how people, when it's convenient, get into this egalitarian mindset like, hey, you know what? It's a, it's not just about the quarterback. It's about yep. the entire team. Then then how come the, the Matt Ryan is now making yeah. that kind of money? Like Scrooge McDuck money. Wait, the, the left guard? <laughs> the left guard isn't making anything like that, is he? Well, uh, then, no. well, wait, I thought they were. it's all a team game. Shouldn't they all make the same amount of money? It's nonsense when people say that. Of course, the most important position in any sport mm -hmm. that we watch is NFL quarterback, and that's why those guys make all that money and that is like I say chicken or the egg perhaps in order to succeed you have to be just oh you know you have to be overflowing with self-confidence you know you can do it and in fact they also then like to in spite of overflowing with confidence they also love to insert that chip on their shoulder too yeah. they impose it whether it's actually there or not Michael Jordan loved to do that mm -hmm. and and on down the line this sure. is what successful athletes do Tom Brady does it Ben Roethlisberger has now done it I like the chip on his shoulder, and I don't expect that because the Steelers as an organization have decided, hey, listen, we're not going to, uh, to shutter our doors when number seven retires. Doesn't mean that Ben Roethlisberger has to embrace that future. He's focused on now. That's what Ben Roethlisberger should be. It's the same thing as Cole Wright. Do you do you want like, hey, Cole, we, we your contract's coming up, man. We, we we think you're good though. Hey, but Eddie Spaghetti, we really he's younger than you. Mm. And we can get by with him for not as much money. Man, and we think the NFL Eddie Spaghetti skills. We set. want the NFL <laughs> we want NFL media to keep on going, you know. Mm -hmm. Even even though, you know, I mean it looks like, let's be real. I mean, you're not gonna be here forever, Cole. So can you help Eddie Spaghetti out? You know, T I mean good luck. Well, we want we're <laughs> you know, listen, thanks for everything, man. Yeah, yeah. 
But and, and we're not saying goodbye. Well, I'm not saying you have to leave. Sure. Right now, but I mean, but, eventually yeah. you're going to leave. So can you help our guy Eddie Spaghetti out? I mean, he'll be as good as you ultimately. We we hope, right? I mean, I, I think you know the, the the thought process that I subscribe to is if if you want to be the man, go ahead and beat the man. And Ben Roethlisberger, he knows he's the man in Pittsburgh. So all he has to do is go out there and do what he always has done and get after it. And he shouldn't have anything to worry about. I mean, I don't think he needs to be te- – I don't think he needs to, to, to vocalize how he actually feels. Like, I, just with the, with the kind of cavalier I, – I know you're looking through it through Steeler glasses right now. And I'm I'm a fan of the chip on his shoulder. Well, wait a second. Which are, I'm a which, I'm a hu- I'm a huge fan, but I would just like to see him say, okay, if our, I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily going to help him, but you know, he he can watch me and he can learn from me, but I don't necessarily have to implement my my whole teaching you, process to him. Well, wait a second. Why? How am I not being pro Steelers? By shouldn't I? If I'm pro well, Steelers, you, uh, you if the Steelers, if the Steelers are and I'm biased and therefore I am supporting Ben Roethlisberger if I'm such a Steelers guy wouldn't I be supportive of what the organization's doing here well I think you're more Ben Roethlisberger centric than I know you're oh, a Steelers ridiculous. guy right now but that's I mean ridiculous spaghetti way in that's obviously not I, true I'm obviously I'm actually I, with Cole I, I said I, to him you're looking through this through black and yellow glasses yeah you are you are, you are. it's alright though ben, I'm, I'm more on your side of the fence I, than the, not the, the problem with Ben is that Ben has done other stuff in the past and then to him to, for him to say this again when this is like the natural progression of the NFL even though he has no his job is not being threatened in the least and the fact that he says something and creates Ex- controversy exactly. is super you Really, really you guys like you want to beat me, Mason Rudolph? Yeah. Then go ahead and try. First of all, people think like, Mason Rudolph is a pretty below average quarterback prospect. Like he might not even wow. be the guy to replace him That's in the first not place. True. First uh, of I've, all, that, that, wait, below average. But you, know, you never, you never, you never know. An old Mason. I'm just saying, <laughs> from what people have said, you never know if he's get the guy to even replace Ben and to create this controversy as, when he's threatened to retire every year. And like I don't know, it's just uh, the it's point. A bad I, look. The point. I'm, I. I mean, I kind of whether or not you think that's not the issue. Do you think it's a bad look? Is one discussion? Is it? Ex- should we expect it? Should we? Should our jaws drop? Should 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 oh. should should I be teetering on on fainting because Clutch the pearls, be, Dave? Be, because a, a type <laughs> A personality superstar who, like I say, has been cheered wildly for his good deeds and been booed for his bad deeds. The guy who's been who's making twenty plus million dollars uh, year after year after year. You expect him to have the same mentality as you and I have? That's that's. Silly. That's naive that we would expect that. It's happened to a lot of quarterbacks, and they've handled it way better than Ben has. I just went through the list of names Eli of Manning, guys who did. Eli Manning, Eli had, Manning is had, not on the level of Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> no, he's better. He has a two-year-old MVP. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And his career will end with better numbers. That's not. You not including that. Eli in a same conversation no. as Ben, is, I think, is wrong. All right. Well, that, the same amount of, well, now you're being silly. You should, now, they should have him in a conversation. The MLB conversation MLB, being Ben MLB. Roethlisberger is better than Eli. I Manning. just cited for you historical examples. Tom Brady has not dealt well with the emergence of Jimmy Garoppolo. So much so, Jimmy Garoppolo now lives on the other coast. Brett Favre didn't deal with Aaron Rodgers behind him so well that he retired, none retired, and ended up wearing a Vikings uniform, yeah. for goodness sakes. You could look at the number of quarterbacks. Joe Montana the wore, wound up wearing 19 playing in, playing in the state of Missouri 
Murray for some reason because he didn't like <laughs> yeah, Steve Young. Yeah, to these show things, him. These things do not always work out for the incumbent quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger is right to feel vaguely threatened by this, to announce oh, you're the man, but hey, you're not going to be the man forever and you're a human being and you are going to move on at some point. He's uh, Whether we agree or we think that's rational thinking isn't the point. He's entitled to be that way, and whether or not we embrace it or not, this is a part of this is part of the mindset that has allowed these guys, not just Roethlisberger, but all the names I just ran off for you, all of them to be successful because, one, they have a big ego, and, two, when that ego is threatened or poked at, then they get a chip on their shoulder and they push back at it. This is what you want. You want a fighter. You want a killer. People always say that thing about, Hey, it doesn't make a difference if you're playing, uh, uh, you know, horseshoes with a guy or uh, or or any other guy, ping pong with with Brady or oh, he wants to kill you. He wants to kill you. Yep. You know what that is? You, did you grow up with guys like that? Did you play wiffle ball in the backyard with guys like that? Yep. You know what you call those guys? Jerks. They're not fun guys. I quit. You struck me out. They and they, and they walk home. That's those are not fun guys to hang out with, but that's who you want as your starting quarterback. Yeah. I, I don't agree. I think there's this there's other scenarios that I can think of that. If okay, not well then like name that. them. For Ryan, me. I mean the the Giants drafted Ryan Nassa, for example, a guy who thought they would sneak in the first round. He didn't play a meaningful snap in the NFL because because Eli knew the guy was there. He just outplayed him, and he and this is what happened. There was a big debacle last year with what happened with Eli. They drafted uh, Davis Webb last year. They drafted Loletta this year, and Eli's just like, you know what? I'm glad we added a piece, uh, a left guard. I'm glad we added a running back and I'm going to work hard and he's helping Davis Webb in the film room they're like joking around with each other like and and we ha- on this show you talked about Roethlisberger retiring like will he retire we had people say that he would retire mm-hmm. if they won the big game and they I, and then now I, and then so he's going to get mad they I completely it, the- get that that's where you're coming down on this that he has said that Roethlisberger said I I'm thinking about retirement, you know, he, he, not not just once. A couple times sure. kind of, uh, you know, I'm thinking about, I don't know, maybe the game's passed me by. Now, you could ascribe some of that stuff after the Jags game. There was a sarcasm intoned in that. But, okay, let's yeah, say a that. A bunch of dumb questions. Let, let's take it on face. All right, he's threatened to retire. How dare you then try to move on from me, Steelers? I, I I told you I now intend to play three to five years. Yes, but we now need, as an organization, need to be ready to move on. Roethlisberger is entitled to be irrational about that. He's not. He doesn't owe it to the Steelers or, or anybody to, to to then say, "Let me put my arm around the next generation." Do you? Who? What? What do you think his role is in the Steelers organization? You, I'm not I, saying he he's has not. To help he's anyone. not. He's not in the organization. Well, I, I, I mean, but he just should open his mouth or don't say you're going to retire or don't say you don't want a, an incumbent quarterback. You got to pick one side. He I, answered I questions. What should he do? Is it better off? Are we better off with these? I I, I bellyache all the time, as do many people in this business, mm-hmm. about how NFL quarterbacks are conditioned very quickly after they get uh, their feet wet. Maybe even by the time they even get drafted, they've already been so schooled on not saying anything while you're doing interviews. This is what the vast majority of quarterbacks do. Ben Roethlisberger answered a question honestly, or maybe with a little bit of snark in there, or passive aggression built in there or whatever, but he answered it in a real way. All right. I, I mean, listen, if I'm such a Steelers, I, I should be nervous. Oh, no, is this going to well, is this gonna ruin? Is this going to scuttle 2018? I'm saying well, it is what it is. He has, a big, he has a big complicated ego after 15 years of being one of the four or five best quarterbacks in the 21st century. He is going to have a different sort of yeah. uh, level of confidence. He's going to have a different level of expectation about what he's entitled to. Is He's been told by everybody in the organization, you're the man, we succeed or fail with you, we pay you 
as such, and now he is, you know, whether we like it or not, he is going to react uh, it with with that chip on the shoulder, with a little bit of ego. How dare you? Life life should end when I walk away. I said to Brian Erlacher about five years ago mm-hmm. after he retired, do you hope that the, the Bears, you'll be upset if they win the Super Bowl in this season, the year after you retired, right? Yeah. He's like, I hope they do well. I don't want them to win the Super Bowl without <laughs> me. Nobody wants that, especially yeah, – yeah. No human being wants that. Yeah. Especially a guy who a guy who at his job gets paid twenty something million and people cheer for him when he how he does his job. Imagine how that would mess with your ego. What kind of celebrity when when it's like, yeah, we're gonna hook you because in 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 real life we no celebrity football player otherwise lasts forever. We have to remove you and move on. That doesn't have to suit Ben Roethlisberger. Well, I think his salty edge may come from the fact that he knows what Mason Rudolph has in his tank. I think he sees this guy and he's like, wow, you know, you know, is he a young Ben Roethlisberger? Not not 100 percent. But I think there's some some attributes when he when he watches some of his game film. And if, if anyone out there thinks that Ben Roethlisberger hasn't watched Mason Rudolph game film, at least a few minutes of it, then I, I would go out on a limb and say shame on them because you have to know what's coming down the pipe behind you. I mean, if, if you don't. Then, then, then shame on you because that, that I think that that's where he has to be. And, and I, I don't know what you think about this, but I think that Ben Roethlisberger, his off-season routine this year is going to be ramped up just a little bit. I think if you're, if you're putting that much stock into everything that you're saying when you get these questions and you have to almost come with, with, a, with a combative sound to it, then you're going in that in that gym and you're getting after. You're gonna look like you know LeBron and Cam Newton flipping tires down the street. And I think he's gonna come in and he's he's gonna be a, a rebuilt, a remodeled Ben Roethlisberger. I, I could be I could be wrong. I, I don't know. Like, I, I yes, that's what I, I would do. I think the glass half full view. If you're a Steelers fan looking sure. at this situation, is that this is going to further motivate Roethlisberger? He's gonna be hungrier than ever. Why not? The glass half empty is is that when you go on record and you announce all over the place, I'm the man and I don't want to hear another word about it. Yep. Well, you better be the man in January. Come in looking like that. And he too. was great. He Well, he was great in that January playoff Absolutely. game, save the one uh, pick that he threw uh, early in the game. He was great, and he did carry the Steelers, mm-hmm. and he almost did get them back into that game and did almost get them back over the hump. But now that you have set it up and you're saying it on the record the way Roethlisberger is, now – there's additional pressure on him to prove that in in these last whatever it is last he's, three. He's got to get with Matt Stafford's career. offseason trainer from last year. You see, Stafford came in this year with some biceps. I mean, looked a little more felt. Now, now, now Big Ben's better Stafford, than Matt Stafford. That's obviously. also the point. You can't yeah. lose that nuance he's, of he's it. Way, I just think he needs Eli to get with Manning, his trainer. Eli Manning and Matt Stafford are in the are are fully in the upper half. Well, Eli Manning. Well, I just think Matt played, Stafford's not, trainer did a great job last offseason. Matt Stafford got him, was got him great into fighting shape. Year. Matt Stafford has very quietly put together some great seasons after Calvin Johnson, and he isn't being properly celebrated for mm-hmm. it. He is certainly one of the top sixteen quarterbacks in the. Yes. league but there's still a difference between Stafford and Ben Roethlisberger and that also colors things it's not just human but not comparing Ben Roethlisberger to Eddie Spaghetti and his work and his mentality Whoa. versus Eddie Spaghetti's approach to his work I'm talking compare him to NFL starting quarterbacks 32 yeah, the, the the world has 7 billion people as I always say and there are only 32 people that can play NFL quarterback, and that's a struggle? Look at the draft. Look at all the drafts. People reach for these quarterbacks whether they make sense in the first round or not Mm -hmm. because that's how desperate people are to have a quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger knows, hey, the Steelers, you got one of those guys. You don't just have a capable quarterback. You have one of this century's 
best. very best. One sure. of the three to five best of this century. And you're looking to move on? No one. Oh, Eddie Spaghetti's making eyes at oh. that one now, too. I, I, I think I think Eddie Spaghetti prepares. Eddie Spaghetti is just, just like an NFL quarterback. High. Three to five is super high. You are you might be high, I think. I don't know. Oh. What, are you, what, oh, I mean, you're off the three to five, three. It's Brady, Manning, 20? Breeze. Then you want to add Rodgers. Like, that's a that's so much. Ballasburger is not that high. I mean, I don't even I'll know. I'll give you top to... seven. He's, well, I mean, he's been to three Super Bowls in his career. Okay. And he won two of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, that's not okay. I, that's I just, better than I, okay. I, just, I don't think, like, I mean, Rodgers only won one, but I would say Rodgers is better. Okay. Breeze is better. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback top, of all time. He's top, top five to seven. I'll take five if, to if, seven. Ridiculous. I'd, that's I'd, just I'll take Drew Brees answer. over Aaron Rodgers, and I know most people look at me like I'm nuts. Okay. That's but, nuts as well. That's yeah. all. You guys are buying. Well, who am I talking to? Well, how you many how many quarterbacks have thrown over five thousand yards these, more than once? Who are these people? Drew Brees has done it five me. times, and it, only until this season only had one. Not, not even a receiver catch a hundred passes. It was if we numbers it, If we want to numbers it up, I can throw five hundred yeah. yard games out of Roethlisberger's right arm. All over the place, and you know, for how many five hundred? I'm um, five thousand yard seasons after those five. Listen, I, 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 I refer you back to the three Super Bowl appearances. If you have any questions about uh, Ben true. Roethlisberger's career and what That's he's true. what he's been able to string together over fifteen seasons, better than Eli Manning. Eli, I mean, Eli better than two, Eli Manning. I mean, he still has two Super Bowl MVPs, so it's, it's fine. Still has those. Well, didn't have Jerome Bettis coming out of the backfield for him though. No, he just had uh, he just had uh, a generational pass rush uh, chasing yep. after twelve Brady. There. His defense is good, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So the uh, the offense, like they would they play receiver for him too. Come on, I I, I don't disgrace uh, Eli Manning's legacy. You're disgracing it by think, going too I far. I just don't think they're that far apart. Like you I mean, it, now you now you've distracted me from what uh, the point is. the The point is. The high-end QBs react how they react, and they have a different uh, mentality than anybody else does, including versus Eli Manning. Peyton, Eli's Eli's brother Peyton, regarded situations like this differently than his younger brother Eli did. You think Peyton liked the idea? Remember when Peyton had the neck injury and it was clear that Andrew Luck Andrew was going to go there? What do you think? That, how would that have gone? Andrew Luck come in like Peyton to coach up uh, that's Andrew Luck. That's coach the number one overall pick. This was a third round selection. It, what, if they if the Steelers traded up for like Lamar Jackson, let's say, I totally I would to be totally on board with what Roethlisberger is saying. Taking a third round quarterback to me is not all right. Tom Brady didn't like a second round pick named Garoppolo behind him. Brett Favre didn't like Aaron Rodgers there. Montana didn't like Steve Young pick. there. There are any number of examples of great. I'm not talking about a good quarterback, mm-hmm. and I think Eli goes to the Hall of Fame and all that. Come on, with the Eli is as good as the names I've just read off to you. No, I, 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 I'm not saying that. I just don't think that taking a mid-round quarterback is, is deserves this attention. It's, they did not move up for a first-round selection. That's, that's all I'm saying. A lot of teams take mid-round guys that they don't yeah. expect much. And ha- Dak Prescott with, with Tony hey, Romo. Seven is feeling the heat of this. It's time for you guys to win. You must cash in in 2018. Sure. That's clear. It's not hard to read the tea leaves. By the way, they're treating Levy and Bell. It's all amounted to this. This is it. 2018, get it done. Or and else. or it's time to start moving some things around, making some significant changes, including Levy and Bell and beyond. Roethlisberger gets that. He is entitled to ask, well, then what, if it's all on this year, then why are we looking ahead to three or five years from now when I've already told you I'm playing? I get I, – I, yeah. I, I get – all I'm saying is I get where his mentality is, even though it's not my mentality. Yeah. I'm vain. I, I, I have self-doubt. I'm, I, I don't think I could do it. He does think he can do it. Carly, Good. Carly Simon was singing to you, huh? 
By the way, that brings up a, that brings up a great that brings up a a, a a great point as well. Transition now out of that. I th- I was listening to Carly Simon's song, and she says you're so vain. Yep. You probably think this song is about you. First of all, Carly Simon. Two points of note. One, mm-hmm. that's not vanity. That's narcissism. If you think a song is about you, then you're a narcissist. If you're vain. You hope the song is about you. It's sure. a key distinction. I'm vain. I would like people to sing songs about me. Mm-hmm. They just don't. A narcissist expects songs about them. And by the way, one way or the other, I guess you're right, Carly, because the song is about him. It's He's true. right, it's isn't true. he? It was, he was you probably think this song is about you. Yeah, what well, is about it me, isn't it? It was about him, yeah. You uh, kind of was. How, how arrogant are you? Look at you. You probably think I'm singing a song about you. Well, and, and, well, and, well you are, Carly, aren't yeah. you? Have you ever had your name in a song before? Uh, I, I mean, like Dave Damashek, or is the name Dave in any song? No, no, no. You specifically, Dave. Dam- I, you sure? My man Dick Banks has sung a song or two about. Oh. David. Dumb question. Goal. That's true. I guess. How about you? I, no, no, I never have. I remember one time I was berated in the newsroom by uh, Jeff Basucci and Matt Tanton, two uh, tremendous producers over on the other side. Uh, I said, you, you know, you've made it when, when you find your name in a in a hip hop song, and they're like, they're like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I said, imagine if you, you you get an album. We don't get albums anymore, but if you pop in that cassette tape and you ride like, on the road, like, like Sam the Butcher, yeah, from Alice's uh, mm-hmm. main squeeze. He's in a he's in a Beastie Boy song, Paul's Boutique. He is that was that tape. Like Sam the, the Butcher tape was, bringing uh, Alice the meat. That's like right. Fred Flintstone driving around with bald feet. That's right. Right. That, that, what, what, Old school. Damn what, what color? Sing. What color was your Paul's Boutique tape cassette tape? Um, I don't even think I had it as a cassette. So, would you have it as an album or an eight? I got it as a. Yeah, I had a. You didn't get Paul's Boutique as a as a as a, a CD. CD. No way, it came out like 1987. No, it came out in 1989. If you were rocking CDs in 1989, Dave Damashek had the longest driveway in a five car garage. I believe 1989. <laughs> I believe 1989 featured uh, not just Paul's Boutique, but mm-hmm. also Fear of a Black Planet. Public Enemy. A seminal year for uh, for hip hop. I had both those in tape. Actually, I think Paul's it, Boutique, a red so cassette old, tape. It's so old in hip hop terms. I think they still called it rap. I don't think That's they true. even. I don't even, even know if the word hip hop. KRS One probably called it hip hop. He did. Yeah, I think so. I think he was the the pioneer of calling it hip hop. At least. Give me your win play show of hip hop groups. Groups or however you want to. I mean, because the groups and solo artists are that's 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 different. That's that's much different. Groups. Hmm. Tribe One. Tribe gets the win for Damashek. Yeah, but I have to go with Tribe One as well. Uh, the Roots too. Very good call. Yeah. That's and, nice. I like uh, that. Maybe got to go with De La Soul. De La Soul. Yeah. I once saw De La Soul. I once went to uh, the Cubby Bear, little oh, club right there, the caddy week. corner, Absolutely. literally caddy corner from Wrigley Field, yeah. to see De La Soul. And I saw the band Fishbone was opening for them. And a couple of people had said, oh, you should check out Fishbone if you get the That's chance. Right. Um, this was 92, 93-ish. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, all right, we'll go check out Fishbone. Fishbone, to this day, the greatest live show. I, I remember seen. you telling me this. And about a month and a half, two months ago, Fishbone was playing right down Redondo Beach, right off of PCH. I took a picture of it, and I tweeted it to you, and it got zero favorites, zero Is that retweets. true? I missed it. I missed the retweet. I, I told him days in advance. He didn't even. He, he's such a big timer. He's got. He's got such a Twitter following. I'd like to he, know he what Eddie Spaghetti's talking about back there. I can tell it's condescending. Well, uh, Go ahead. No, it was more of hip a, kids. It was more of a Emma's uh, Emma's three uh, bands. You got to. You got to say it's really funny. 
All right, I'm going <laughs> Destiny's Child. Wow. Lonely Island. And, Marky Mark. and Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh, no. Destiny's <laughs> Child doesn't even rap. That's, they're not hip-hop artists. What are you talking about, Emma? And, and Lonely that's Island. That's why I was giggling it's a, it's through a par- it. It's a parody group. I know. That's Andy Samberg and the other guy from Hot Rod. I right? know. And by the way, Cole, you left out the woo. That must have been a, a tough Like I said, day. you know, I feel like there's so many offshoots. I mean, I have all the solo albums and everything as well, and I feel like they just start, like now that we're so far removed, you know, we're not the uh, the, the pharma guy. With the two million dollar Wu Tang album, so uh, I haven't. Yeah, see, whatever. I don't. I don't know the exact pronunciation, but I feel like it's been a long time since since the Wu dropped an an actual album as as one solid unit. And rest in peace, ODB. Um, Rest in peace. All right. Oh, by the way, what do you think of uh, Childish Gambino's uh, new number there? Uh, on SNL or his the new the new video? New video. I, I've seen it. I've seen pieces of it. I have not seen the entire thing. I had a would it come out on Saturday night? I don't know. Maybe Sunday night. Um, I don't know, but uh, I'll tell you this. I feel it like is... he should hit the gym a little bit more if he's going to be walking around shirtless. Uh, see, that's he he's, he's not in the get, best of shape. Like, yeah, I mean, get, he's rich now. He could I, have a trainer. They could it, be cooking great fish and vegetables I that are delicious. Back, get some push-ups on. I refer you back to our conversation about these superstar QBs. It's the same thing. They don't. They, they don't get pushback. Well. I, I guess not. They, Someone sees like, hey, I'm going to go shirtless. Great idea, Donald. Go with it. Childish, go ahead. They don't understand. Mr. What, Gambino. They don't understand that the, the whole nonsense about no one outside this locker room believes in us. It's, wait, what? How do you, what, how does that happen? So, they they can take the slightest slide because they're not used to getting any resistance. Like Donald, Donald Glover right now, he, since he's on top like, of the wait, world. Wait, what? Who, no, no, I haven't heard any complaints about this body. He's, he's flexing in the mirror and he's like, yeah, I'm looking swole. And they're like, yeah, Don, you're looking great. Yeah, That's Mr. Gambino insane. looks terrific. Like, now, you, Would you like some baby oil, coconut oil perhaps? They get it. It yeah. doesn't make it right. I'm just telling you that's the reality. That's it's, all I'm telling you. It's like Michael Jordan's friends that don't that tell him that carpenter jeans and seven button suits no longer in style. Yeah, yeah, Mike, that looks great. Keep nah. wearing that. That mustache in the middle of your lip that looks tremendous. Uh, whether no, you, Mike. Whether you it realize doesn't. it or not, now you're making my point. You got now it. you're you got understanding. It. All right, yeah, we're on. The same I'm way. not telling you spaghetti. It's the right way to do. I'm telling you, it's it is the way. That's the that's how it is. Whether you like it or not. Emma VP, do you understand me? Yeah, I always understand. Yep. Do you think I'm? Do you think I'm being biased? Oh, how am I biased? I'm not. I, I. I. This. If I am such a black and gold guy, wouldn't I be saying like, "Oh, Roethlisberger, this is bad form. How dare you not no. honor the Steelers by doing by showing fealty to the to the Steelers brand and coaching up the next generation quarterback? No, I just. I don't. I. I, I said it to Emma VP, sir, not to you. <laughs> I'll yes, <laughs> fans usually side with the organization. And who am I siding with here? I'm telling siding you, siding with the player, and I side with you. I feel like they, when you have a player at, at that's so great at their position for X amount of years, and especially when it exceeds a decade, I feel like the the player in your head almost becomes bigger than the franchise. Now, yeah, that, that's I, happened. I really think it does. Like you're telling me that if 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 the New York Yankees would have done Derek Sanderson Jeter dirty in three years before he was ready to retire, that Yankees fans would have been like, I'm done with the Yankees. You see how they did Jeter? There's no way I'm going to a Yankees game ever again. But they didn't. They did everything the right way, and he ended his career on top with five for five last game. I just just feel that when a a great player is attached to a franchise, I feel like – you, you you feel more of a bond with that player than the sure. actual franchise until they're gone and you develop a relationship with another player. 
Well, that you know what? You just described my relationship with the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Mario Lemieux at some point outstripped my interest in the team. And, in fact, it was really hard to stay engaged, even when they were halfway decent after Lemieux retired and unre- all that stuff. I, it was hard to – I realized watching the Penguins without 66 out there was less satisfying. Now I've come back around as 87 and Absolutely. 71 and their stars have emerged. I hear your point on that. The point is, though, that um, – that, and, and I get what you're t- – I completely – You see what I'm saying? I absolutely I, I absolutely get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I also think that it reminds me when you say if Jeter had left there, well, Favre did leave Green Bay, and now they've come back together, the Lambeau faithful cheer for number sure. four, and he's, he talks glowingly about his great years up in Green Bay. But for a few years there, it was, it was ugly. And Ben Roethlisberger is a human being who can see things with his two eyes, and he sees – Boy, that's how they look at how they treated uh, the legend Brett Favre up there in Green Bay. Look at how Joe Montana was treated. Look at Tom Brady; he's the best of the generation. And look at how the Patriots have treated it puts him. A bad taste in your mouth. They don't that's right, right. He is. Yeah. He's not just talking for himself. He's talking for everybody. It's unreasonable. No, it's irrational to think that you just everything will will compromise all others to just make everything right for you. Number seven. That doesn't mean that his mentality has to change, though. It's, like it's me- part of what fuels him. Do you remember the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Pirates fallout with Michael Lavalier? That was <laughs> Spanky Lavalier. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a tough time, wasn't it? Though too soon. Sid Bream. Too soon. Sid you Bream. know what wasn't too soon? What was right on time was that ball from Barry Bonds into Mike Lavalier's glove as he tapped the shot uh, Sid Bream's toe. An instant before mm. Sid Bream's other toe hit home plate. If, if they only, that's right, Lavalier got him in time. That yeah. should have been an out, yeah. extra innings. If I'll tell you, if uh, if they would only gave all that cash to Barry Bonds as opposed to Mr. Vince Light, he didn't want it. Sure, sure he didn't. He didn't want it. Sure, He'd he, want he it wanted to. He wanted to go to San Francisco. Sure, as is his right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> hey, it's episode six six six. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's right. What do you Easy think now. about that? Easy now. Could we fast forward and skip an episode? Like, what there's no thirteenth floor. Shouldn't we dishonor this day in some in some fashion, MVP? Yeah, episode we got to do six six six. Something. Like it's almost one of the episodes you almost just, just label it six six seven. Like I said, and like the thirteenth. Studio sixty six. I'm not. I'm not that way. I don't jive. Yeah. I don't jive. You see the the sign up on the wall there. Cole. That's true. That would be jiving myself. So if I, you built a building, if you were a structural engineer and you built a building, there would indeed be a thirteenth floor. Six six six. I, it does make me want to do devilish things when I see that there a hotel. Or airplanes that don't have a thirteenth row or a thirteenth floor. I want I want to go around to people on the fourteenth floor and knock on their doors and be like, you know, you're on the thirteenth floor. No, you're not. You're not kidding anyone. <laughs> that is true. That's that's very true. I when I pass row game. fourteen on the airplane from now on, I might start pointing that out. I sat in row fourteen hey, just the other I know, day. I know you I guys like, think you're okay, but you're technically in row thirteen. So uh, I might, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I might put some some masking tape around that window. We've heard some people flying out of that window. I initially walked past row 12 and then row 14 because I was expecting a row 13. Never n- never had that uh that actual conundrum before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sat in row 14. Everything went well. I'm here well, with you. Well, this time. But I but, but the point <laughs> is I'm not going to play the game of, yeah. of of trying to dupe the audience or myself into mm-hmm. calling this 667. It is okay. what it is. That's true. What do you think, MVP? We should kill someone off? We can kill someone off. You could Kill someone off. Well, how are we going to kill someone off? Uh I don't know. Make it up. Like handsome Hank? Yeah, like handsome's gone. Yeah, they were supposed dun, to dun, be dun, here, dun. but not today. 
Well, we could do, I mean, I, you know, I'm loath, you know me, I hate to do spoiler alerts, but, you know, we could, like, you know, there are certain movies out there right now, uh -oh. or one big-time movie that I can think of where there's some cliffhangers out there, and I do think that the cliffhanger allows for, in the sequel, to see, even if somebody, let's say, got killed off or whatever. Perished, perished. We could see somebody coming back, too. Wow. That's not a spoiler. Is that a spoiler at this point? I, I think social anyway? media no, essentially is a spoiler. I mean, everybody kind of knows. There's so many the, memes. You don't, you the don't loose care. Narrative you don't of, care. That's a great. This is a great gauge. This will help. This will inform how we move forward mm -hmm. on the DDFP in the coming days and and wow. handful of weeks. Cole Wright, you don't care. You're apathetic about the Avengers movies, right? Don't really care. You don't care about superhero movies. Not really. Okay. I see everyone every every once in a blue moon, I'll go out and see perfect. one. You're so. the perfect yardstick then for All this. All right. What do you know about this new movie? Tell just give me a couple things you can, know about. Can it. I say things that would be potentially be a spoiler? I yeah, mean, from I, what I, I haven't seen it, it, I haven't even seen it. But I heard that there's there's a big fight at the end, and a, a, a lot of cats get 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 beat down by Thanos. Thanos, I don't even really know what his name is, okay. and. There's a guy that is the uh, that's somebody's assistant, and from what I've seen from everything in in social media, as soon as the fight jumps off, poof, he's gone, he's out of there. Wait, I don't even know what that is. Do you follow that one, Spaghetti? No, nothing. No. There's a guy I've seen like all these memes, and and the guys like like, oh, you guys have have beef with Thanos? All right, cool, be safe. I'm out. <laughs> well, yeah, that. Well, who, who's he, it? Doctor Doctor Strange's assistant? Is that who it is? Oh, oh that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't even, is he a superhero? I'm like, well, who is this cat? Oh, yeah, I'm like. That's a good point. Yeah, he wasn't, I don't think he was in the rest Like, does of he have it. powers? I mean, what, does. Is, what does he do? He I does. mean, he's, uh, is he like when Sinbad played uh, Black Lightning on, on SNL and he was there at, at someone's, at Batman's funeral and he was like zapping everybody and they're like, come on, Black Lightning, cut that out. Like his superhero <laughs> qualities were not as superhero-y as everyone else's. Yeah, he does. His uh, uh, sidekick guy, Doctor Strange's sidekick, does have powers. He's not as powerful as Doctor. It's like kind of like bootleg powers. Like yeah, he he's missing the Doctor Strange's more powerful because he can control time. Okay, I thought it'd be his something like he's like really good at calligraphy can. or something like that. No, like, the not same really powers. a power, but I don't like. For the record, just in case everybody was uh, it's fluent in Latin, I like my superheroes to be human or close to human. Captain America. It's Doctor Strange, Jazz. Like he's magic and no. He does he, did you watch the actual movie? No. He's a regular dude who loses the use of his. He was a surgeon, lost the use of his hands, and then he went to this like uh, guru type. But of, no, like, he's sorcerer. magic. No, but they, they just let him channel like the other dimensions and stuff, and he just got the stone. It's too far fetched, man. Too he much, basically too much. he like basically that. like got the stone that could make him control time. I don't, that's what I'm telling He's you. He's very human. About that he was stuff. a surgeon in like New York City. That's totally I don't weird. need I don't need outer space. I li and by the way, people say, "Wait, what? You love Star Wars?" Well, I that's also it. I also love fruit, but I don't like fruit mixed in with the rest of my food. Mm -hmm. I don't need my superheroes going out into outer space. Yeah, you know? Too much. Keep it in the city. Keep it, you know, let Batman slug it out in yeah. Gotham with All the, the extra Joker flying and stuff. That's why I like Captain America. He had a that's shield. I he's mean, well. He's superhuman, know. but still, I in the in it. the first one was he superhuman? Yeah. Well, well, whatever. I don't, I don't know how don't, you would. Uh, I, don't, I don't like Captain America. Most people didn't see. Most comic book cats did not like, or people that watch all these superhero movies did not like Captain America. They didn't. Like I don't Green like Lantern. That, I, his only offense like, is defense. I don't like Green Lantern either because of the same thing. He's he's mystical. He like, goes off into space and needs his magic to do his stuff. You know, I don't I'm, need I'm that. Not, I'm not down with that either, Dave. My li my life tries to stay rooted in reality. All I've said it a million times before. Superman is you. You are. 
a front runner supreme if you if your favorite is Superman. Superman is pretty dope though. Let's not let's not I get guess twisted. So. The original Superman that came on the other day, I introduced my daughter to it and she started watching. She actually dug it, even though it, it was it was it, it, with the late great Chris Reeve. That's right. Superman that's too right. still is right up there. Gene Hackman. Hackman. Great. That's Listen, tough. those are wonderful pictures. Richard Pryor in two or three. That's at least that's three. three, maybe even okay. four. I don't know which one, but he's not in the first two. I'll tell you this. I've said it before. Superman is made of steel. He's faster than a speeding, speeding bullet. bullet. He shoots dope. lasers from his eyes. He should win every time. What's Always. that to root for? I root for Batman. He's just a man. It's true. He's just being brave. He's just a man out there. But Aquaman, all he can do is channel the powers of fish. MVP will tell you, do not start Dave on Aquaman. She doesn't want to hear it's about kind of Aquaman. A, is, is he Don't good Good or bunk when it comes to superheroes? Because some people look at him as He's bunk and some people. He's the worst. <laughs> He's the worst. He gets you great deals on seafood, wholesale. He said, well, I wouldn't put that past him. Yep. Uh, that's the only thing Aquaman, as far as I know, at least hasn't done, is is eaten the real heroes. But he uses those poor heroes to do his Like bidding. a scab hero? Like he's the one that crosses the picket lines? No, yeah. <laughs> no, he, I mean, he's like, hey, hey, killer whale, look, yeah. there's a that uh, bad guy ship has a nuclear bomb on it. Why don't you <laughs> go do over. something about it? You know, you should do so. Hey, go handle that, why don't you? Meantime, I'll be over here. When you're finished, let me know yeah. so that I can get all the glory. He's at the end. Like, if you're looking at the superhero directory, you're going through your superhero Rolodex, you need a superhero to, to fight your crime, he, he's the last one you call. He's the pre The last one. He's of no value if no. it's on land. You know, he has no use whatsoever. What Better like? to call Dave in that case than <laughs> Aquaman. And two, uh, he's well, he, what he is, he's the predecessor to Ryder from Paw Patrol. This, oh, wow. This, this, kid, me, yeah. this kid abuses these dogs. He collects them all. Like, I don't know where he got them. I'm assuming he rescued them all because they're not the same breed or anything. He has them all. He trains them to do his mm-hmm. bidding in this town that, that they apparently are the only uh, uh, utility workers. They're the only cops and firemen and otherwise in, hold it in, down in, in the Patrol, town. Yeah. And Ryder, they call him, hey, Ryder, we need help. He's like, I'm right on it. I'll have my dogs go do dangerous stuff. And then I'll get the credit for it. That's true. Same crap. Different day. Was that quick enough? Like a CEO. That was quick. He's like a Fortune 500 CEO, like a quarterback. It all goes back to them getting all the credit. Cole Wright, you can only see these movies. You can put the movies in order that you would see. You can only see Solo, Avengers, Incredibles Part 2. Which which one are you seeing? Deadpool doesn't count. I can't put Deadpool in there. put Deadpool in there. Okay. Um... Well, I'll allow you to replace the Avengers with Deadpool. Chances are I will go see Incredibles 2 because every single animated movie that comes out, take the little one pretty much. She likes, Me too. The, she likes the first one, so that, that will be probably first. Likes not the first ch- one? If she's not, if she doesn't understand oh, if it's just it, if, if it's just me, then that one doesn't even make the list. But Incredibles I, doesn't make a list of best animated my, movies? No, I mean, even the first Incredibles. <laughs> Come on. I mean, there, First there. Incredibles is the best animated movie wow. there's been. Number one. One. Not two, not one of the best, the best. Number one, sir. <sighs> Spaghetti, MOV. Bold. Over Toy Story? Yeah, over Toy Story. I don't know about that. Space. Incredibles is pretty great. Space I'm looking Jam. forward to it. Incredibles, then Book of Life, then Nemo. Mm. Do you like Inside Out? I like Inside, Inside Out, Out very much. Makes, Top makes, make your five, eyes, make six, your eyes sweat as a father for a little girl. Makes your eyes sweat a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. I, well, Toy Story is pretty. Toy Story like, and Space Jam. I like, I like Moana. Kubo. Moana's pretty good. Yeah, Moana's good, too. Real solid. Have you seen Kubo and the Two Strings? Another gem. 
That would be in the conversation for top four or five for me. Hmm. Incredible's not in the top five. Ridiculous. Um, uh, hey, you know, solo to me from everything I've seen so far. I mean, it just looks a little bit rushed. I tweeted that out the other day. Another another tweet that went unnoticed by. I big big time Twitter star Dave Damashek. Who are you I to said, criticize I just, Ben Roethlisberger or anyone else? You the same thing. Like yeah, my life and everyone else's in in your uh, orbit should should be devoted to pumping you up. No, not at all. But I mean, when there's when there's some sometimes with things that people think are hot takes. See, that's narcissism, that... whereas mine is vanity. I just want that to be the case. I don't think it's the well, case. I mean, I don't expect it. I just wish it were. You understand the difference? Of, of all the Paul tweets Wright's that Dave, like, wait, Dave, you didn't like, you didn't retweet my observation that Solo uh, feels rushed? Not, How not dare you, sir? Like, it goes back to the fishbone. I was trying to hip you on one of your favorite shows of all time. He said that fish, it would be like if there was a, a Godfather cinema, you know, plex, you know, going down and there was, they had a, you know, a, a showing of one. One, two, and, and three. You, you might leave after two, but I still will let you know. If there's one by in my neck of the woods, I'd let you know, man. That's just me looking out for you. I mean, I think we've gone off the rails <laughs> with that ridiculous attempt to rationalize, you know? I, I respect I, Roethlisberger more now but, because but he's, I, I just, he's not backing I, off of it. He's I, not issuing some tweeted, lame apology. I tweeted out that Solo looked rushed. And I, I just don't think it's. Uh, did you add to... me? Why would I? Know? I did. What do I, I don't call? know. I, I see. My, I see my Dave's day... tweets. I follow you. You follow me. Is I my mean, day hey. supposed to start with me combing through Cole Wright's last twenty-four no, hours of no. observations about the game of life? I mean, we all follow each other. Unlike Erica Tamposi, she does not follow me. You should get the notifications like when your phone will buzz when Cole tweets. So oh, you won't miss any from now on. That's a little much. That's I think the much. Twitter Twitter does a bad job of like that. They they go out of order sometimes like oh you might have liked this tweet yeah right and like, like that was 20, 20 hours, hours ago, ago. Yeah, what is what is terrible. this yeah. it's hogwash yeah all right um what else do we need to kibitz about here did I mean, you, yeah. did, for national teacher appreciation day i think it's national teacher appreciation week did you get your children's uh teachers any flowers i had to take a oh i didn't i had to get tulips oh, wow. And I, I took my daughter to school. We rode our bikes, and I, I got to the front gate, and I said, I saw all these parents walking up with tulips, and I was like, I'll be right back. So I had to, you know, get on my uh, – Well, it's, it's, get a my little, hustle on. it's a little like – I mean, I standardly – I mean, I'll try to go a little above. I, like, I try to fall in a decent range when it comes to tipping. But I do think if it were a true meritocracy, I'm not going all the way – to uh, the starter reservoir dogs, like you should zero people, uh, no matter how bad the service. Steve Buscemi is. doesn't tip, yeah. Doesn't. Yeah, and you know, but I might fluctuate. You know, I might fall back to like eighteen percent if the service is poor. Okay. Real, if it's real, real bad, if it's apocalyptically bad, I might go back down to fifteen percent. Yeah, it has but to. But generally, be I'll try to do a nice tip. Absolutely. For people, but teachers, this thing that you just have to honor all teachers because that's the what they've decided to be for their life? Like, well, yeah, what if they're not nice teachers? What if they're mean teachers? Well, I don't think there's too many. I mean, I guess there's there's mean teachers along the way, but, I mean, my my, my daughter's kindergarten teacher, she's she's, she's a gem. In she's first terrific. grade, I once was outside at recess with Donnie Uh-oh. Gruber. Okay. And Donnie Gruber. Old DG. Yeah. yeah. Great guy. Yeah, nice. Cool dude, you know. I remember I had, like, in, like, round about – third grade got a drum kit how many third graders have drum kits you know nice. anyway gruber and i we're, we're you know we're doing our stuff outside mm-hmm. whatever we're doing for recess and he threw a very large it was more a branch than a little stick but he threw like a branch 
in the general direction. He didn't hit anybody. You know, yep. it wasn't like it was, it's not like he committed an actual crime. It wasn't attempted assault. Sure. He threw it in the general direction of Tierney Cortez and Linda LaFace. Well, Linda LaFace and Tierney Cortez did not take kindly to that. So they went and reported oh, gosh. to Miss P, our teacher. She went and uh, she, they went to her and they said, uh, both of you guys did. They said Donnie Gruber and David Damashek, yes. threw a branch at us. Yep. Well, that was not good. And, and it was made even worse because just the week prior, I didn't care for um, it was a weird thing in first grade. I still have not gotten a satisfactory answer from my parents on this. Mm-hmm. But in the area I grew up in, in my school district, there was once a week a thing like after school in the evenings and you would go to the high school uh, track mm-hmm. around the football field and you would run laps. And it was like it was like sanctioned by the schools or the school district or something because all the kids in my class would be there and they would run these laps. And I, as I think back, like what were what to what end? Why were you making us run? Like sleep, was, sleep better. Yeah, but they make they make inmates run too against yeah. their will. Like what kind of thing is this to make us run? Anyhow, they did. And once Miss P showed up and she wasn't wearing her teacher outfit for it's this. It's crazy to see them out of everyday gear. Miss P showed up in shorts. Well, I opined when I saw her. I said, uh, I said, uh, um, I said, wow, look at her bad. (laughs) We had a complicated relationship. And I I pointed out that um, that she had pig legs. Now, now listen to me. Now listen. Now listen to me. That was inaccurate to say that. That was wrong because pig legs are defined by the fact that if you think about a pig hoof. Yeah. Well, cloved hooves. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking that they're that they're uh, unusually skinny, given what they have to support. support so they, yeah. well, that was not really a great kind of remark on several you, levels. Well, then also Miss P went home that very night and called called uh, Mo Damashek and to, and told on me. She said, "This is what Dave said. He has a problem with respect. He has a problem." Better with put some respect on her name. You better figure that out <laughs> at your house, Dave or uh, Mo. And so Mo, she took out construction paper and crayons, and she made me write an apology note. And I remember I wrote on it, I am sorry. And that was the note. I wasn't making any additional That's it. extraneous designs no. or anything. I am sorry. I made my statement. Take it, you know? Hmm. So I gave it to her. And I remember it was in those reading groups. You know, you mm-hmm. had the separate reading groups. I remember I handed it to her at the completion of my little reading group as the next group came in. And I remember Miss P opened, like, I was like, here, this is for you. And I gave it to her. And she and she opened the paper, which had been folded. And she went, like, and gave me that silent, like, looked at me, but mouthed to me, thank you. That that kind of a thing. So a week yeah. later now, okay. I make my remark. And you're throwing sticks at kids. Oh, yeah. You and DG. So now I've been accused. Now I've been accused. Wrongfully. Well, but by the way, yes. So I, so, so now I've issued an apology a week prior. Now I've been accused by Tierney Cortez and Linda LaFace. And uh, Miss P calls us in and promptly, no trial. No, no, no line of questioning. I've been there before. No, I, nothing. I've been there. Convicted. You're Donnie Gruber, David Damashek. No recess for two weeks for you. Oh, man. I said unjust. Where is my punch. trial? That's Where is the punch. jury of my peers? And uh, and she wasn't hearing any of it. And I said, you know what? I have to go to the bathroom for a minute. And so I went into the bathroom 
and I thought about it for a second. I Sneaking considered my option. leaving school. <laughs> and it was such an injustice, I needed to let Mo Damashek know about it. And so I decided I'm not waiting till the end of school. Payphone. I'm leaving. Payphone. I left. I went I went home. I got my winter jacket. I got my lunchbox. And I What grade is this in? First grade. You're, you're, you're leaving in, in about face and going home to let your I mom know I left and I walked my way home because I had to report the malfeasance to, to Mo Damashek. Getting ahead of the curve. I, like I went back there. I rapped on the back door. I wasn't trying to hide from Mo. I was letting her know the score. Because she's a, she's a woman of justice. And I knocked on the door, but she wasn't home. Mm. And then, about 20 minutes later... Here comes the truants officer. I started hearing people calling my name. And I realized... I didn't realize how large... Only years later. I didn't find this out a couple of weeks later. I found this out, you know, a decade after the fact. Yeah. The entire school shut down because a, six, a six-year-old had vanished from <laughs> school in the middle of the day. And they went out in search parties. <laughs> well, like it, bloodhounds and like torches, like <laughs> kind of. And they don't have, you know, they don't have that in Southern California. There are no basements because of earthquakes. Right. But in a lot right. of places, the the um, window wells, the basement have those little window wells. Absolutely. Thank you. So I jumped down into the window well because I heard them calling. Now what it did was throw off the uh, the um, the uh, the audio of uh, the people yelling was warped then it was tinny and everything else and i thought i heard my mother call my name at some point and i came out and instead it was the lunch lady and they oh. nabbed me and they took me back and miss p had me i had to sit in the back of the car like i was a, again like a perp yeah, that's right stuck in the back of the car until miss p made her way out into the car and she berated me how dare i how dare i i said how old, dare you this is pig legs Yes. Oh. I said, how dare you? I didn't throw a stick, and you convicted me nevertheless. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine a six-year-old that's this eloquent and she said, fighting and she their said, case? And she <laughs> said, this is disrespectful, don't you see? It's bigger than that. And I said, I don't think you're following me. And she said, I demand an apology. And Again. I said, and I, that, you know what I said? I said to her face, you got your apology last week. <laughs> Then school ended, and I went home, and I told Mo Damashek the score that I had wanted to tell her a few hours prior. Miss mm-hmm. P called. She also wanted to file her report. You know what Mo Damashek said? She I said to Miss P, she said, well, David told you he didn't throw the stick. Click. Nice. That's go, what Mo. a mother's supposed to do. Way to go, Mo. Then you wonder why I have complicated self-esteem, MOVP. You understand? Mm. Yeah. I was wrongfully accused myself one time back in the day, Dave. What? My, my, my what do buddy, you mean wrongfully? My, my, wrongfully accused. accused. Oh, you were. I was. I thought you said you. Seventh grade. Yourself. Seventh grade, a few years down okay. the road past you. My buddy, okay. Clayton Berger, who won the REMAX Long Drive Championship back in 2003. Wow. Gets off the bus, has the brand new Jordans with the 23 on the back. I said, wow, Clayton got some new jumpers. Miss May comes up. I don't know if Miss May is still with us or not. If she's, she's not, rest in peace. She comes up and she was like the Wicked Witch of the West. It's like if you if you can't say anything nice at all, then don't say anything. Rest in and I was, peace. Rest in peace. But she was a witch. She was mean. I mean, she was mean from the very beginning of the day until the very end. I don't think Miss May was ever nice to anybody ever. And then we walked away. She walked away. Kind of, we all had a confused look. And then Clayton had some certain words for her. Another teacher comes up and grabs me. Thinks that it's me. This is before school starts. So, like, you go to the office, 
All right, bell rings, go to first period, carry on about my day. I go home, take a nap. I get woken up by my mom. It, it, I mean, shouting, really? You called a teacher this, that? And I'm like, no, 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 it wasn't me. And she's like, well, well, you have to. You have three days to think about it. You're suspended. I didn't get to plead my case. Nothing, Dave Damashek. Wow. Nothing. Nothing to this day. Outrageous. Wrongfully accused. Wait, take, wait, take, wait, took wait, me what, out of the educational our, process for three days. What's going on in our public schools? Terrible. You know? Terrible. No, no, there's no, there's no, there's no system in place, judicial process. Didn't we got to call argue. your school and clear your name. I, we should. There's Let's a lot it. of things that I was wrongfully accused of. That was I, just the one that really jumps out. Do you know what? About, uh, what is it, 2018, about 12 years ago, on the Adam Carolla radio show, mm-hmm. I told this same story. I, to, I told that story. We yeah. called Linda LaFace and got her on the phone. And really? I demanded an apology that day. She's now the CEO of LaFace Records. Well, no, I mean, she's not. the one who started it. She's the one who instigated all this. All this. Did you crap. really get her on the phone? Yeah. What did she say about it? She's like, hey, I, I'm sorry. You know, it was all a farce. Dave, I'm sorry dragging your name through the mud. Back in what, what, year, was, what year was that? You know what? I'm not about to live life in the rearview mirror what any year? more than what, I just have. For what the year were you in first grade? What year first was that? First grade when I was six years old. You know what the the big <laughs> oversight is, too, is like they're riding on, t- like, two guys through one branch, like – yeah, it's like it was a group effort. Yeah. Exactly right. Think that one through, Miss P. Think it through. Terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, I know your I I know your uh, your passion athletically is watching six year olds run around a track for no good reason. But yeah. maybe take a break from that and consider the stick throwing. How business. dare they? How dare they who, bring a six year old's name through the mud? Like one, two, three. Like let go. Like well, I don't get that. It was Yay, a log. Yeah. We threw a stick at you. And why would Donnie Gruber intend to? You know, throw a big like he's gonna hurt. No, he didn't even try to I do mean, it. He six year old. I wouldn't throw. throw I wouldn't say Donnie Gruber threw it. I like as I wasn't th- he stool threw it in the general direction. Yeah, just you know, throwing I'm, sticks for fun. It's what six year old boys do. I mean, come on. Wasn't everybody. trying to hurt anybody. All right, what else? MVP. What else about football do we need to talk? We've covered everything. We've covered it all. You know. I think we've uh, we've done the whole show. Um, I gonna- did text my dad, who is a major homer. He's we're from Pittsburgh, or he's from Pittsburgh. Yeah. About I said, what do you think about Big Ben's comments? And he wrote, very juvenile. Oh. So it shows that, that Dave not being a homer. No, that's the point. Every I mean, most people are saying that Roethlisberger is wrong for these statements. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying I wrong or I and by the way, am I clear? Have I made this clear, or am I am I um contradicting myself at any point along the way. I'm not saying that it is right for Roethlisberger to act this way. I'm saying that this is par for the course. This is the way guys in more that position, yeah. not more often than not, mm-hmm. almost always, Eli Manning is not in this conversation because Eli Manning doesn't rank as one of the all-time greats. Ben Roethlisberger, Ooh, whether Eddie Spaghetti I saw, I saw wants that. to acknowledge that or not, is one of the all-time greats. Yeah. Say when he's, I didn't say he's the – Top five Super Bowl era, but he's he's in the conversation. He's top 12, 15. I'm just glad my quarterback does not want to get involved in nonsense like this. Wow. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's a. I, 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 you I, should I know wish you're, you're, what you should wish is that your quarterback were better. No. Well, then he'd have one. I mean, he's won this equal amount of as Super Bowl rings as your quarterback has won. So it doesn't really. I mean, in All my right, mind, but, they're equals. Okay. But you All would, I'm saying is. Would his, you not rather have a quarterback who performs on the level of Roethlisberger? Then Eli Manning, yes, of course. If Roethlisberger had, if he had three, how many? Then yeah, I'd say sure. How many Super Bowls does, does, did Ken Stabler have? He won one. Won one. Went to two. 
He, uh, wait a second, the Raiders, no, he only went to that one. Went to that one? Won that okay. one, yeah. All right. You tricked me for a second. Oh, that's, I, didn't, two, I, didn't, I didn't have that at my immediate no, disposal. No, in two, the Raiders went, but that was um, that was the beautiful throwing motion of Daryl LaMonica. Okay. I mean, he's top uh, of of the guys I like their the way they look throwing the ball. You know, I'm mean, the QB whisperer. That's how I evaluate them, too. I watch them play. You know, I don't need all the cone drill nonsense. No? And uh, what they Underwear did on the Wonderlick and blah, blah, blah. I watch them play football in college against mm-hmm. other people their age, and then I say, I bet that guy's going to end up being good, and it served me well. So far. Daryl LaMonica, what a – oh, what glorious – the uh, yeah, beautiful throwing motion. But they lost to the Packers. Mm-hmm. Then the Raiders didn't get back to one until uh, till 11 because a team named the Pittsburgh Steelers stood in their path too often, as did the early eight, 70s uh, Miami Dolphins. All right. I think we've said enough. Have we said, said enough, we said Cole? a lot today. Well, you got somewhere to be? Yeah, not necessarily. Not right now, but later in the day. Okay. You know, I got I'm, always, I'm always down to chop it up with you, man. I got places to go, people to meet. All right. So I'm going to roll. So even, even, if I, even if I didn't have any place to be, I, know, I was, like just, I was patronizing here. you. All right, that's, that's, what I, that's what that's called. That's, that's cool. called patronizing Cole Wright. That's right. Check him out on all the Dodgers uh, stuff. Check him out on Sirius NFL. Yeah. Channel 88. Works with Jeff Schwartz on that's occasion. That's right. That's right. Also Jersey shows hangs you. on the digital wall of fame. There, that's, Jeff Schwartz. That's, that's, that's an honor and all a privilege. Right. We'll talk to you later in the week. Absolutely. Until then, thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.